Listener Production. Giddy up, it's another brand new ep of the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeehaw. Happy Wednesday. I am Alex, that is Matt, and in a strange turn of events, Matthew, I am now joining you live from Australia's biggest city. Oh, I heard this news. <laughs> And it's, it's, I don't believe it. I actually don't believe it. Don't believe Melbourne is now, after a uh, coming in second for many, many years, the largest town in Australia. Are 19,000 more people than Sydney, with a total of about 5.8 million already. Yeah, because they count these city statistics using population and the areas and blah, blah, blah. And apparently, Melton. The district of Melton has now got enough people in it to be classed as connected to Melbourne and part of the Melbourne city. Yep. Melton, whatever. It sounds like sounds like the melted cheese that's gooed out of my jaffle. <laughs> Melton. Melton. That's Melton. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, well, no, it is It is a little bit of a... They said it's a, a bit of a technicality, a redrawing of the maps that Melton's included. It's kind of like when there's a big tray of biscuits and then there's one on the side and you lick it first. You're like, ah, oh, that's mine now. I've licked, I've licked that now. Melton yeah, is bro, mine. You can't just redefine, <laughs> just draw a little bit of a fence uh, around it. Soz, mate. You're number two. Oh, whatever. I'm, I, I'm number three, actually. I'm pretty sure Brizzy's coming in third there. Got the big trez. Well... Is the Goldie gonna uh, gonna join? That's pretty. Mate, pretty we're gonna joined, make a big it? mega city, Tokyo, Yokohama, coming at ya. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna be the next megapolis. Do you know what? It doesn't matter how big your city is, because there is no bigger town in the world right now than a tiny little suburb called Erinsborough. We're gonna dive into a little bit of news you might have heard about that yesterday. Up next, this is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. That is correct, Matt O'Kine. I'm turning to you as, I guess, the, the priest, the emperor, the wise one, when it comes to the news that did drop hard yesterday. That international superstar... From the OC fame, Misha Barton will be joining the set of neighbours on Ramsey Street, Erinsborough, for the new season, which did a little bit of a Johnny Farnham, did a little bit of an Alex Dyson at Triple J, and is now <laughs> and is now coming back to our screens. Well, you know, this is a little bit of a world's colliding moment for me, because I remember in 2004, I entered the Today FM Comedy God competition. <laughs> Um, which was to see who would win $50,000. Yeah. yeah. And if you won that, uh, much like the religion itself, I wouldn't believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, $50,000 to an open mic, it was a big deal back well, yes. then. I, I entered, I was like, okay, I got it to the final. And as part of me winning my semi-final alongside Benny Boot, <laughs> I, um. Real name? Yeah, that was, oh, that's his, I guess it's his real name. Well, I think it is his name. real name. No, I think it's his real name. I did, um, I did, we did have a teacher, Mr. Boot at school, so I guess Boot is a last name. Yeah. It does sound like a name that if you were trying to be a, you know, zany comedian, you'd come up with it though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Benny Boot and his sidekick, Terry Handglove. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please call it so, Harry Handglove. No, Why Terry? Yeah. <laughs> Alliterate, man. So, so anyways... <laughs> 
I because I won my semi alongside Benny, I had an interview with Judith Lucy and Peter Hellier, who were hosting Today FM wow. Breakfast at the time. Now they were the, the big dogs. They were the judges of this competition alongside Rove McManus, right? So oh. you were gonna win fifty thousand dollars, it was a huge deal. So winning the semi-final, my first year of comedy, I go into the Today FM studios, right? And do this interview. And uh, I don't know if the, the if the audio is even still around, but well, basically, we work for the same company now, so maybe we I can know, dig it up. Maybe someone can go digging. <laughs> Ron, but basically, Ron, grab the shovel, <laughs> grab the metal detector. I doubt you'll find any gold, but um, <laughs> as part of the interview, they asked me, "What is your favorite TV show?" And I said, rather, I was a little bit embarrassed even to admit it, but I said at the time, I said it, the OC. There it is. There right it is. on, huh? right till early morning. Sing evermore. It's too late. Why wouldn't oh, you go yeah, with? Remember the ad? California. I, oh, here we come. Why wouldn't you go with I that one? Shoot. Well, right on was that was when um I remember there was an ad and they played that song and Misha Barton and Ryan were coming down this this Ferris wheel. Oh. Oh my God, I wanted to feel the love of those two youngsters, those two rich youngsters. Although yeah. Ryan was a bad boy, wasn't he? But anyway, now I can officially say that I have been in a Misha Barton show. <laughs> That's right. You did star as a wedding photographer in Neighbours uh, yeah. a little while ago. Um, for Nathan White. An ep- God, they were taking the piss. <laughs> um, <laughs> just very cheeky. Very cheeky. Um, but yeah, she's going to be, um, joining the cast, uh, as a guest star playing the character Reese, an American new to Erinsborough, who's not quite who she appears to be. Yeah. I think d- by doing that, she appears to know what Neighbours is, but, <laughs> um, I think until recently she probably didn't. This has got Lindsay Lohan being the masked singer <laughs> yeah. on the masked singer all over it. <laughs> oh, of course, it's Akmal, of course. Oh my god, it was it's totally David Boone. I like <laughs> totally knew that it would be him. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean this obviously, Amazon, they are no small fish in this no, no, uh no. global media pond. So they're gonna need a whopping whale as part of their draw card. Does it make you want to get back into Ramsey Street as a result of this? I never got the call, and I don't think I ever will. If you want to hear the full story about uh, why I will never be <laughs> starring alongside Misha uh, on Ramsey Street, take a listen to week one of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, in which I recap a little ice skating incident that <laughs> made me see stars and not the good kind. <laughs> you thought you were a big shot rolling into, into neighbours here. But look, there were some people who were actually angry about this. Some of the stars didn't even know. You remember some of the, like, the old cast got told that the show was over. Yeah, that's how you get Kylie back on. She's like, oh, right, fine, for the last one. Yeah, and some of those guys apparently, allegedly, are feeling a little bit frustrated Mm. that they went to all the effort to say, you know, Mm. goodbye and all that, and then suddenly, (laughs) Misha's on. Feels like when... um when shapes decided to do like new flavors, like the barbecue flavor changed and the pizza shapes flavor changed and everyone's like, what the hell's, what's going on here? This is rubbish. Mm. And they're like, oh, okay, we're bringing, we're bringing it back. <laughs> you can now get original flavor shapes. Like, 
Yeah, good. Thank you. <laughs> well, look, we wish them all the best. And look, honestly, all jokes aside, Ramsey Street, I am here for you. Got to get Bron on there so you can get to the Logies. Oh, no, there's a new challenge. Let's do it. Bron, would you act alongside Misha Barton? I do love Misha Barton. I was named after a character on Neighbours, actually. What? What? <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. How long has this segment been going for, Alex? <laughs> Well, this podcast has been going for almost three years. You let us talk all this crap for three years and have only just slipped in the fact that you're you're Bronwyn. Which character is Bronwyn? I don't even know. I think I'm pretty sure that's true. It's never come up for us to talk about it. Lucky it wasn't the home and away character of Morag. That was <laughs> whatever that popped up. It would be so funny if you think that you're named after a neighbor's character and your parents are like, no, 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 you were named after the neighbour, Bronwyn, <laughs> who lived on the other side of the fence. Used to feed her cats noodles. Um, Bronwyn Davies is a fictional character played by Rachel Friend. So there you go. I don't think I was named after her. I think that's just where they first heard the name. No, I'm pretty sure they, they, they liked what Bronwyn on the show did, what she was about, and, she th and they thought we would love our own daughter to amplify and embody those qualities as she grows up. And I tell you what, Bronwyn Davies has got one hell of a hairdo. <laughs> I mean, she was on the show in 1988, so you picture that. That <laughs> I, I reckon a whole liter of hairspray was used on this doozy. So get spraying, Bron, and you might be giving Misha a little run for her money. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt, I've always been a little bit nervous when it comes to the sexual side of things. Um, mm. I remember my first encounter um, after my first two girlfriends, the first two people I ever became intimate with. And I was in my very first casual setting. And I said to the other person, um, would you like to make love? And <laughs> okay. And uh, she was like, How did that oh, go down? not great. She said, that's a bit weird. We don't really know each other. Um, and so any tips ahead of time are amazing, which is why I'm very excited to be listening to the brand new Audible podcast <laughs> starring a uh, good friend of the show now and qualified sexologist, Chantel Odden. It's called Sex Therapy and Chantel joins us right now. Hello, Chantel. Would you like to make podcast love with us right now? <laughs> anytime. Yeah, I mean, anytime. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, let's talk about this new um, series that you've got on Audible. It's called Sex Therapy Sessions with Santel Autumn. It's, it, it is an Audible original. And you dive into um, some pretty deep, intense, open conversations with real-life couples. Is that right? Yeah, well, individuals and couples. So basically it's really... I guess, designed for listeners to be a fly on the wall during a sex therapy session. And we have like a whole range of different cases and different scenarios and it's real people uh, giving, you know, being very vulnerable with me and telling me their concerns. And we, yeah, we do sex therapy together. I always think of, I think, well, I guess the stigma around therapy in general, whether it's sex therapy, whether it's, uh, you know, mental health therapy, there always seems to be this stigma around it that you would only do it if things are not going well. Mm. 
Did you find that is that that is sort of the trend with the couples, or are there people that go uh, for positive reasons as well? Yeah, so there's definitely, um, of course, the the cases where there are challenges and concerns, but there are also cases where there might be interests around opening up a relationship or having more pleasure and even, I guess, scenarios like wanting to learn more about your own sexuality. Give us an example of some of the issues that couples are dealing with in this podcast. Okay, so individuals, we see a few people who are dealing with um, their own sexuality, um, their orientation. We have challenges with orgasms. We have premature ejaculation, erectile dysfunction, um, trauma, sexual pain. And then for couples, we have desire discrepancies. So one person with a high desire, one person with a lower desire. We have the couple who is swinging. And and okay, so let's let's dive into the couple who is swinging. What what are the why what are the issues that they're dealing with? They want to be able to open their relationship in a way that is healthy and that's not going to be damaging for either of them. Um, and they want to learn how to do it in in a way that I guess is more informed rather than kind of going blindly into a situation. And do they both want to do that, or is one person leading? They both want to. They've decided to come to me to help them um, find the best way to open up their relationship. Mm. Interesting. I'm not going to tell you too much. <laughs> I mean, when you're making this, when you're making a, a series like this, what are the challenges that you you face? Because obviously people are being extremely vulnerable and expressing themselves. What are the things that mm. you may have had to learn in this series? And I'm not talking about, you know, the difficulties of what making an audio series is like but like you know about yeah. about the craft um yeah so look there are a few things that I had to learn I've been doing therapy for a long time now and you always like I never forget that I'm going to be caught off guard at circumstances during you know at times during therapy because whilst you might see someone's um, intake questionnaire or their email saying why they want to be part of a project like this, or even just an email in my clinic saying that you want a session, people that come in to my therapy rooms, you know, they're unpredictable. We're all unpredictable. And we, we put our best foot forward when we want to present our case or I guess our concern. And once we get in there, we find out that you know, so many things are much more complex than they originally appear. And that's why my job is to be more of a detective into people's sex lives and into their personalities and their relationships um, that I guess people uh, originally, you know, think about. Um, so for me, some of the challenges that really caught me off guard were the amount of emotion that was in some of the episodes. Um, you know, you it's very important to make sure that you're doing a lot of self-care when you're giving this amount of therapy or this kind of intensity of therapy. And definitely during that period of time, I really had to focus a lot more on myself and I'm still having to do that now because that was a very intense period, not only putting so much energy into a podcast and recording, but being able to be there for those patients as well. Do you ever have to give advice when you spot that two people's wants and needs are, are diametrically opposed? It's going to be too difficult to get across. Maybe one person is an extremely sexual person. One person isn't. One person wants monogamy. Someone wants polyamory. Is it your job mm. to then suggest, look, you may be looking for different things and it's, it could be time to think mm. about searching for other partners? 
Um, I, you know what? That's like the that's like the you know the end of the spectrum, right? Mm. So there are so many things that can come in um, prior to. And I can't say you should look for other partners. They have to make that, uh, mm-hmm. come to that, um, I guess, suggestion themselves. But I can definitely say it seems like you're wanting different things here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not my job to suggest anyone does anything apart from, I guess, feedback to them what they're saying and maybe mm-hmm. make suggestions around how to reach their short-term and long-term goals. What are some of the most common barriers that I'm thinking of our audience here, young couples find themselves in when it comes to uh, sexual relationships and communicating around sex and desires, etc. I think that we are really, really hard on ourselves in many circumstances and we don't realise that we're not born with confidence around not only communication but body, self-esteem, sexuality, but also how to be an erotic person. This takes time. We have to build that confidence with different partners and we have to be very, very kind to the people that are in front of us and very kind to ourselves. Yeah. Chantel Odden, thank you so much. We're extremely excited about the brand-new series Sex Therapy Sessions with Chantel Odden. Congratulations on making this happen and sharing your work with the world, but also a massive congratulations to the couples who put themselves out there, expose their vulnerabilities. Although they're anonymous, it's still not easy to sit in front of a microphone and uh, you therapist. You have to their voices, Chantel. It's not like, you know, the people with, with the... They're all talking like this. And I think no. I would like these things, please. They're anonymous, but they're oh. not, yeah, they're not masked. No, and so, I mean, it's a huge, a huge effort and, um, yeah, a massive shout-out to everyone who's who's willing to put their hand up to for the better of, of society, to, of learning and uh, better sex or different sex or more sex or less sex or whatever sex you do all <laughs> year round. <laughs> all the live long day. Perfect. Thank you so much, Chantel Otten. We'll catch you later. Thank you. (laughs) Matt O'Kine, you're a big souvenir guy. Nah, I actually try to throw most of that stuff away. Like I've got um, <laughs> friends who have... Wait, you get it, but they just throw it away immediately. No, but you know, it's like, I know people who've got like every festival ticket they've been to. Oh yeah. Lanyards. I had so many lanyards and I thought, oh, I'm going to keep these. I'll mean something. And it's like, no, they're just a choking hazard for my child. <laughs> I'll just get rid of them now. So... So you don't um, buy yeah. like a little, um, little key ring Eiffel Tower if you be to go to Paris or something? Uh, no, not really. If there's an in-joke, I might. Mm. Um, I mean, one day, I think I told you about when the West Indian cricket team came to my house and they all signed that cricket bat that I had. And then I started playing cricket and needed a bat. And so used that (laughs) one and wore off all of the signatures until the only remaining signature was on the very foot of the bat. And it was for, uh, the team's physiotherapist. (laughs) It would be funny. At least it was on the foot, not just like directly in the middle is the only one that... <laughs> <laughs> the only one I couldn't hit. Yeah. <laughs> but have you ever um, have you ever kept a memento or a souvenir from a relationship? Oh, no, not really. Like, not that I have wanted to keep. Just looking, like if you go open the, the walk-in wardrobe and at the very top, you know, those high shelves, you just yes, stack all your... Yes, I know your, exactly what you're talking about. Stack all your emotional baggage up there from the and relationship. And you're like, what is this? 
Yeah, yeah. When, you, when we had to move house recently, it's like, oh my God, what is this? Mm. I bring it up because I was chatting to a, a friend recently who um, was at an event chatting to a dude and he was asking his opinion on something because he's in a bit of trouble with um, his current partner because he had a little bit of a, a leftover from his past relationship that he'd just been hanging on to. Mm. And it was a braid of his ex's hair. Yeah, that's too much. Too much of a souvenir? I would definitely <laughs> ask questions about that. Um, it depends on where it was as well. Like if it's under the pillow every night, then that's... <laughs> I thought you meant where the braid was from and like if it was a pube braid or something. <laughs> I mean, that would definitely be even more sus. Has anyone ever done that? Pubic braids? Yeah. I Pube braids. think I... Why don't I just Google it on the work computer? <laughs> <laughs> Image search, pube braid. <laughs> and... The results are very confusing. In what way? Just, I think there are some sort of braid merkins that people are getting. <laughs> and then there's just really, I don't understand how these images are linking to what I'm talking about. Your pubes into a festive Christmas wreath. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what one of the videos is someone here has got three different videos of there really is how to braid your pubes into a festive Christmas wreath. That is the name of this video. And I am going to close that window. Wait, wait, wait. Can you just yeah. type in on Google? Cause you know how complete sentences can yep. you just type how to braid your pubes into a, and how see. to braid your pubes into how to braid your pubes into your hair, into your head, into your face, into shapes in Islam. <laughs> I don't. The Christmas wreath isn't even the top six. <laughs> so weird. Anyway, we asked you, what have you still got that belonged to your ex? Um, Alana said a signed Ministry of Sound t-shirt. It's not bad. Ted's an iPod mini almost 20 years later and it's still going strong. Not bad. Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm deep in a Reddit thread now. <laughs> that is, can you Dutch braid your pubic hair in the too afraid to ask segment subreddit of Reddit? Someone's this is the question. This may sound stupid, but I'm genuinely asking: Is it a thing to braid pubic hair? Then in brackets, cornrows for pubes. <laughs> They're called cornhole rows. I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. Porn rose. Yeah, that's what I would have gone Much with. Much better, Bron. Thank you. So, <laughs> some person has said, "True story. I've plaited and cornrowed pubes before. Since the hair is more sparse, it definitely wouldn't look as full as it would on your scalp." Okay, look. I'm glad that we did this. All right. Can I? I'll continue with these things that <laughs> someone asked. How did it look? They. The person replied, "Like sin. Very, <laughs> very unappetizing and a little off-putting." <laughs> Okay, we're back. What's happening? <laughs> All right. Jared said, my ex had a body scrub that she left at my house. My current girlfriend used it and loved it, so she bought more when it ran out. Well, there you uh, go. See, there's no need for the for this to, you know, be a bad thing. Exactly. Just use the old braid as a hair extension for your new girlfriend. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, Matt. Thank you. Good point. And we have Matt on the phone. Matt, you have somewhat of an ex's. 
Yes, yes, mate. I've got I've got an old hoodie. Hoodies are legal tender in breakups. You can yeah. trade and barter them for all sorts of things. Look, it's a bit of a long story. My my ex fiance uh, is now happily married with someone else. Mm-hmm. Now that someone else was trying to crack on to my current partner, but not <laughs> they were my partner at the time. Anyway, fast <laughs> forward, my current partner comes up to me and says, "Oh, I've got this old hoodie of this guy," and it was only when we saw that hoodie that the whole you know small world sort of thing worked out. We're like, "But that was this guy and you. That was my fiance. It all worked out. It was just it <laughs> so was that's, so bizarre. That's not a love triangle. We're we're working with like a, a love rhombus here. That was it goes like all a four sides, mate. Yeah, yeah so, but there was, it was so, only love one way. That's all. Did your did the did the but the current Wait, your ex's current husband, <laughs> was he with your ex at the time he was cracking on to your current partner? Wait, I'm confused. Say that again. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused, Matt. You're the one who was telling us. So my current partner got the hoodie from when he cracked on to her before, about six months before we got together. But was he with your ex at that time? Uh, yes. Do they know that? <laughs> no, they don't. They probably will oh. now. Oh, well, okay. Well, do they listen that's to the podcast? That's why it's in the garage, man. I can't wear that thing around when people are taking photos because it'll it'll make some people upset. Well, what about the bin? <laughs> What's going it's on, man? Well, it was a comfortable hoodie. <laughs> it's a comfortable hoodie. All right. Well, I told you they're valuable, these hoodies, after a breakup. Thank you very oh much, Matt. We'll God, chat to you next time. I'm so confused. Thanks, Matt. Champions. And uh, thank you very much for listening to this All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex for another day. Then until tomorrow, we hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.